On today's episode of Open Box Policy, it's going to be a little bit different, guys. So we've had multiple guests on. Uh, you know, some didn't pan out, but we still want you guys to hear uh, basically the funny parts from that. So we're going to take uh, two of our episodes that we just kind of thrown to the side, and we're going to take the best parts of those and just kind of put them together. It's like a little remix episode. Mashup. Yeah, we're like cooks, cooking in the kitchen. Exactly. We're That's just right. throwing different ingredients in there. But, yeah, we think um, you all are going to enjoy it. All right, look, no more playing around. We need everyone out there, all of our listeners, we need you to interact with us. Hit us up, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at OBP Raw. Let us know what you think. Let us know how you feel. Give us some topics. And on a less angry note, if you would like to <laughs> continue the conversation or you have anything to add, please reach out to us at obppodcast at gmail.com. JK, we love you. So, I mean, like, what would you rate? What would you rate it? I mean, what would you rate Brokeback Mountain? I don't know. On your finger scale, how many fingers would it get? (laughs) Well, I mean, I can't go higher than five. Yeah. You can't go higher than five, yeah. Right. Yeah, I can go higher than five because they have two hands. I'm going to go seven. I am an asshole. It's a seven on the finger scale. So anyway, speaking of Brokeback Mountain and men and their coital patterns, I'm curious. Everybody in the room, there's four of us. Mm-hmm. In a stable relationship, we're going to start here. In a stable relationship, how often would you say that you would require sex? Require it, not want it. Actually, you need it. How often? Let's say we'll put it on a week scale. Okay. How often a week do you need to you know, copulate or, you know, have, have sex for the layman copulation. I'm going to go with a solid two. <clears throat> so you feel you would that feel, I need to the want to would be more, would be obviously more. more, but you know, need. So now tell everyone your age, 23, he's 23. So twice a week would be like a need for you. Otherwise you f- would feel anxious about it. Yeah. Okay. So Devin answered. Josh, you answer. So I would say mine would vary between, I'd say two to five, and I only say that because it, Jesus, that's well, a broad range. Well, I'm okay. I'm about to explain. So t- I would say two to five because, once again, in, in the same maybe context that Devin is saying, um, we're talking about committed. Re- you're in a committed relationship. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I would say two on the the weeks that may be a little more hectic, and then if I'm on vacation, phew, it's fucking on. Really? Yeah. So that that would that would in a relax. I find that if I'm in a relaxed state, if I'm out of the mode of work or whatever, that I'm hornier once I transition out of that stress mode. So okay. So I, I was going to bring that up in a minute. How stress and anxiety kind of affect you? Because I am heavily affected by it. Sure. So you told us how much two to five, depending yeah. on maybe on your stress level. Yeah. Alan. Tell us. I'm going to go with daily just to play it safe. Cause yeah. I might, you know. I could, I could have told you all that. that no, it's, it's how many you need. I think we're getting confused on how, how many. Oh, no, 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 we're not confused. I mean, <laughs> I might have a week that I need it seven days. I don't want to commit to any less. So, uh, and I can attest wow. to this okay. just from knowing Alan for years. When Alan is getting his regular, he is in a much better mood. There's no well, way around aren't it. Aren't we all? Yeah, I think that would be anyone would yeah. say that. 
Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna. You know, mine's gonna be a little different. In a in a committed relationship, assuming there is no stress and no anxiety and no nothing, need it once a week. Want it twice a week. I'm just not like hmm. because I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I I I mean, although sex is fun, I like to go in and like give it every. Yes, sir. I'm, yes. On, the, I'm on the same boat. All of it. I want to give it all every time. And when I'm done, I want to be a waste. Quickies are fun. You know, having a having a good old-fashioned nooner, that's fun. Yes. But I want to just, like, get it all in. You want to make it an event. Yeah, the cuddling, the screwing, the loving, the kissing, the hugging. You know, for the most part. I, I You know, it's fun to, like, because you just get all worked up and torn up about what you're about to do, and it's fun. You're turning me on right now. I, well, I mean, that's because I have a way with words. You do. Continue. Devin, stop touching your mic, you brother. Sorry. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I like I like to throw everything into it once or twice a week. I, I just don't. You know, it, when the relationship is new, you always want to just do it all the time, and I get that. But in a committed relationship, once or twice a week, and stress and anxiety are heavy, heavy issues with me. The more stress and the more anxious I get, I have a tendency to not want to do that. Yep, it, I agree. It, yeah, it's it's kind of like I want to like be focused and give you everything, and I'm not going to do it when I'm stressed and anxious. Conventional wisdom would tell us that the more you have sex, technically, the more antidepressants that you release in your body, the more endorphins, endorphins yeah. the more good stuff that you release in your body, it it plays with your serotonin. All these things, the more you have sex. People that have sex more often are definitely happier. But it's weird. It's it's like I just, I don't know. I mean, I just, I'm like, oh, God. Like, I just don't. kind of seems like if you're doing it all the time, it seems like work. Yeah, you know? and I get bored. Yeah. You know, and, and I hate to say it, but I'm just that guy. Like, sometimes I'm like, again, are you serious? You know, like, we just did it. You know, <laughs> I don't know. It's just so weird. It sounds terrible, but it's weird. I wonder if anybody listening to this is going to agree if they're going to think we're just like, for the lamest dudes ever. No, I'm pretty sure most people agree. Feel I mean, I way. talk to friends all the time, excluding Alan, who could who, he could like hump my leg right now while we're talking. It'd be totally like <laughs> I might if you keep talking. He's totally fine with it. Yeah, yeah. he's t- like talking all sultry like that. Yeah, I know three of us have an erection. Me, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I'm anxious. Uh, so, what the fuck was I talking about? Having sex a lot and releasing yeah. endorphins and endorphins. Oh, so anyway, yeah, I mean. I would, when the the more anxious and stressed out I get, I just I just don't want to do it, you know. Yeah, because you want alone time. That's yeah. how I am. Like, ser- not like you want a sex- long time. not like sexual alone time. <laughs> yeah. on, I thought you said a long. Right time. before you say long time, can you say me love you? Yeah, me love you long time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean it's interesting. I mean everybody. I I mean I've talked to lots of people. Like I said, excluding Alan. They're like, no, we only have sex like once a week. I hear friends of mine who are in committed relationships tell me that they might have it once every two weeks because they're so busy and their schedules are different. And sometimes it can be difficult to, to sync up with each other. So, I mean, I think the national average is 56 to 52 times a year is average. So that's, that's about once a week. Well, there's 52 weeks in a year. Correct. Yeah, that's yeah. what I just said. <laughs> so, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, so I mean, seriously. I mean, like, you know, it's like once a week, that would be the national average. 
So I wonder if uh, I'm going to get on a deeper level here. So imagine Allen and screwing 365 <laughs> days a year. Right. Imagine how raw you would be. <laughs> so I'm going to I'm going to get on a deeper level about this scenario. So I wonder like, if that like six and a half inches deep. Maybe more. Okay. Maybe more. <laughs> it's six and three quarters. Let's That's get it right. right. Six and five eighths. Um, <laughs> Seven sixteenths. Yes. Sorry. So I wonder if that number would be more if maybe more men were focused on evening out the pleasure field. Uh, you're talking about reciprocating? Yeah, reciprocation. Oh, yeah, I know yeah, what you're absolutely. talking about. What do you mean you think would the number be more? Well, let's be honest. If we If we were – do we think that all men – are focused on making sure that their counterpart goes when, you know, bef- clearly it'd have to be before you go. I think that's far more prevalent than we would think, or maybe that men would agree. I'm one of those people. I would much rather you, you know, yes. get yeah, off dude. and do whatever same before way. me, or maybe only. Right. Well, that's fine. Problem is, is that when you date someone that has the exact same idea, so if you get off, you'll feel guilty, you know what I mean? Because they're like, no, 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 I only want to please you, and I'm, yeah. and, and you just don't understand it. So sometimes you'll get, you'll feel guilty, you know. I don't think that people would have more sex if they they. Well, I, I don't. I mean, uh, I'm trying to to go to like the thing of. I feel like that's a misconception. You said something about getting deep, and I can only feel your fingers on the outside. <laughs> you, I'm just touching that was a, the rim. That was a yeah, go metaphor. go deep on me. So what I, what I'm trying to say is like the misconception with with men. I, I think sometimes when it when it comes to sex that you know like a, a one minute man or whatever like that. Like I wonder I wonder if that's a misconception or if all men, or if they're like the majority of men only focus on making sure they get theirs. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I heard some crazy statistic one time. They were talking about male and female. I think they were like average time. I mean, we all talk about how epic our obsessions are or whatever. Average time, start to finish for both parties, like 20 minutes. Yeah. Maybe 30. It's, you know, time slows down when you're in the middle of it. We're all like, man, we were together for like an hour last night. No, you started talking about it at 949. And then when you were finally done, it was 1049. There was only 20 <laughs> minutes of actually doing it. You know, it's like. Take your clothes off. Hold on. I got to take a piss here. Put that dirty outfit on. You don't want to put it on. Why not? I like that outfit. You know what I mean? Like that's, this is pretty much every Friday night for me, you know, put that slutty outfit on. Why not? And then it goes on for 20 minutes, you know, then we get in the bedroom, screw around for 15 minutes, you know, and then it's like 20 minutes of, you know, actually doing it. And then five minutes of cleanup. Five minutes I honestly, I, I know this is crazy. I'm pretty stoned. I'm pretty sure my math was right on that. I said 20, 20, 15, and 5. 2, 4, 6. Boom. <laughs> it was right. It was right. I can't. Simple math. It was right. Well, you know, <laughs> hey, I can't. You, you got to take the take the wins when you can get them, buddy. Yeah, you got to take the wins when you can get them. Get a little mm-hmm. bit of green in me, and I'll become fucking Albert Einstein. <laughs> a little green in me. <laughs> Are you recording? Huh? Huh? Like podcasts? Yes. Yeah, we've been recording. For oh, the past you're looking hour and at half. fucking weird shit on your computer over no, there. I was researching, dude. Oh, I was about to say all that good material just went right down the drain. He's no, checking your math. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got yeah. a calculator pulled up. I'm checking the Siri, math. Siri, what is twenty, twenty, fifteen, and five? <laughs> it's sixty. <laughs> that was pretty unbelievable. Weren't we talking about sex? 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know where what whatever number you shouted out. I don't even know where that came from. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where did you just you spit from? out an answer and you were I, like, honestly, oh, there's how many minutes? Uh, okay. Yeah, that they minutes between nine forty nine and ten forty nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, nine forty nine and ten forty nine. Okay. Yeah. I don't think your statistics are right. Oh, for fuck's sake! Here we go. I'm reading an article. Yeah, I know you're reading a fucking article. The first fucking on on Esquire. It must be right. <laughs> it is, dude. You not trust Esquire? Yeah. I'm reading it on so the blaze. What does Esquire say? It must be accurate. Um, three, three to seven minutes. Whoa, is the average? That yeah. that sounds that sounds more accurate. Yeah, I, I was gonna say. say your number sounds well, a little high. You said I said 20? twenty for both total right, from I'm, like starting to but you're copulate sa- till you're both finished copulating. I right. heard it's about twenty. Right, minutes. but you're saying the average is twenty, which means that. Like that's that's I don't know. It just seems. Oh high. yeah, I did say that. Yeah. It it seems high for me as far as like when you're talking averages, because you know there's a lot of sub yeah, yeah. one minutes out there. Oh, yeah, dragging sub, that sub. average down. I'm a sub. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna put that on my Tinder profile. I'm gonna say I'm a sub in quotation marks and let people ask me, like, what do you mean you're a sub? sub? Like, oh my god, my ex boyfriend was a sub. Be like, not like this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like a 59 seconder. Yeah. So th- think about next time you uh, you ejaculate early. You just you brought the national average down. I'm a sub. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm not a submissive. I'm a sub one minute. <laughs> one minute or he brought the national average. Down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a sub. Yeah. Not the, only the... did she not get off, you let us all down. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they Dude. said the best study that they had was uh, 500 couples, uh, and they timed themselves from, like, very start of things. They would press start on the stopwatch to ejaculation. They would press stop. And then it it, it ranged from four, 33 seconds to 44 minutes. 33 I was going to say that I'm like a fucking porn star. <laughs> no, it ranged from 33 seconds to 44 minutes. Uh, when they calculated the average of that, it was like five and a half minutes. Whoa. Holy shit. That's crazy. 33 seconds. Maybe I'm a freak. I like don't want sex, and when I do have sex, you know, it goes past the national average. Yeah, well, it's it's all about foreplay, I guess you would say. Yeah, but you got to think when you're only doing it once or twice a week, as opposed, I mean, if, if you're no. those people who are doing it five <laughs> to seven times a week, you're just naturally not going to have enough time every day to devote 45 minutes to it. Yes. I, you, you confuse me. I thought you were about to say that I'm wrong because I only do it twice no, a week. No, not at all. So you're saying just, I have more time to devote to it. Yeah. Cause I only do it twice a week, maybe once. Let's be yeah. honest. I mean, if you're doing it five times a week, but you have two nights where you can devote 45 minutes. So you're saying they bring down the average. Yes. Got you. But I don't think the norm is not five times a week. I'm not saying it is. Oh, it's the norm for you. But there, there are those that <laughs> eight days a week. That's why it's called an average. <laughs> Seriously, this dude would do it eight days a week. It's crazy. Every day at work, he's like, "Look at this." But hold on. So we're we're talking about serious. Oh, come re- on now. We're talking what? about we're talking about serious relationship though. Don't well, you think over time that you would learn the things that the other one likes so that you can go quick. 
Yeah, you could, you you would know I got like dinner to the eat. trigger. Let's go. Po- and I <laughs> <what>? <laughs> Did you say enter me? <laughs> he says I got dinner to eat. Let's go. Did you say I got dinner enter me? <laughs> no, I thought he said I, <laughs> you got to enter in me. I don't know what he said. <laughs> oh man, you got to enter. Yeah, inside. you got to enter in me. Let's go. I said you got to get dinner. I got to get dinner in me. Let's go. Oh I got to get dinner in me. Let's go. I was just picturing you eating a chicken pot pie while you were going at it. I, I fucking love chicken pot pies. I love chicken pot pies. I, I need grew a chicken up pot pie on chicken pot pies. Anyway, the point I was trying to say was is that you would foreplay wouldn't take these huge long sec- sessions because like you'd know what the other one's like. And you know you what could, to go for. Yeah, and, and everything's way more intense, and it's like you already have a connection, so – it doesn't take a two-hour session to both reach pinnacles. But that's why you try new things. Well, yeah, that's true. You can only try so much new things. Not on mushrooms. Oh, 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 oh. This I is a story for another that. podcast. Not on I'm DMT? Sure. <laughs> Alan likes to partake. Yeah. And I do not. Now, and, and I mean, but seriously, someone a few days ago was like, why don't, why don't you try new things? Try new things. Like, do this and do that. Dude, try I would th- do shrooms. But I'm not talking about shrooms. They were like, try, try, like, try, like, doing, you know, doing it like when you're not facing each other. And I'm like, how the fuck do you do that? Oh, she does me. Oh, <laughs> you know, like, no, that was just like, I, I don't know how to do that. Or I mean, like, I've done all that. It's not, you know, it doesn't necessarily make it like, I've done it all. That's I've my problem. That's my problem. I've done, done it all. I've done it all. Yeah. So when I do it, I'm like, repeat. Let's get it over with. Jeremy. <laughs> You ever Tootsie Roll? <laughs> <laughs> Not until last night. You ever had to go Tootsie Rolling? Yeah, it was great. Does that you know what a Tootsie Roll is? Nah, no, 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 no. This is not. We can't. We can't no, talk we can't about, talk about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, we just invented that. We did. We did. We invented it, but we can't talk about it. You just use no. your imagination. No. Yeah. So jumping off of the conversation we just had about sex and Tootsie Rolling people and so on and so forth. What do you all think about online dating? I'm just now kind of getting into this world, and I'm admittedly a little scared by it. I'm sure, I mean, Devin is 23. He's probably had a little bit more experience. I know Alan has potentially had a little bit of experience. I don't know about you, but talk about it. What do you all think about it? How do you all feel about it? I mean, I think it's uh, it's pretty much being with the times. It's, it's essential that we go that route because that's just that's the way that we've our communication has transformed. It sounds like you fucking wrote that answer down today and we're like, I'm going to read this on the podcast. It literally did. You're like, I'm oh, the sign of the times. And, uh, you know, science shows us that, um, we're going to, we're going to just move forward with this. And, uh, it, it was just like, <laughs> what a prepared answer. Anyway. Even... Yeah. Anyway, Al, I mean, I have no experience in it. It literally scares the shit out of me on the day on, on a daily like regular cycle one of my friends like alan will be like you got an online date man and my butthole will pucker i do it scares me what do you think about it you've had some experience i don't like it <laughs> that's <laughs> what don't you like about it it's just weird uh one i think i'm too old to be meeting people on my cell phone i don't know it's just it's it's more of a 20 something thing and i'm late 30s now so it's kind of what do you think you would have like more success though because if you think about going out in bars and meeting people you're just meeting someone randomly 
It could be chance. What's different than meeting them? Like you're still, it's still the same chance. Um, talking to someone in person and talking to someone on a keyboard, way different. Well, no, no, no. I, I agree with that. I just mean like, cause usually I, I don't know how match or any of the other ones work. I don't know if you talk on the phone or if it's just all texting or like, I guess it's all up to the people and how they do it. But, um, I agree that it's different, but you're still rolling the dice either way that you go. So here's the argument that I've heard, and, and I, I want you to comment on this. This is the argument that I've heard, that online dating, you have a profile. It says, I like puppies and bumblebees. I love flowers. And I love long, slow walks on the beach, whatever. If you, So you kind of get a little bit of an idea, and people get to kind of give an, you know, like a, a, a mission statement about themselves, basically. So if I go up to a random girl at a bar and she's like headbanging to Black Hole Sun and I'm like, Ooh. wow, you like Soundgarden? You like Black Hole Sun? She says, yeah. And we start talking. Like, I don't have all of that context. Sure. All I have is what I know right this second. And you're in a loud bar. You're in a situation where you can't really find out about each other. You just kind of have a physical attraction. Maybe like I'm attracted to the way you you carry yourself or whatever. People would argue that on Match and Tinder and Bumble and for Christ's sake, whatever else, plenty of fish, whatever it is. Grinder. Huh? Grinder. Grinder. Josh yeah. stays on Grinder. Farmers only. Yeah, farmersonly.com. Yeah. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, someone would argue that you have more context on a website like that. So, therefore, you kind of know going into it, this person is kind of into what I'm, I'm into. What do you think, Alan? Nope. Doesn't matter how much information they put on those profiles, it's all bullshit. Really? They're all the fucking same. It's all I'm into uh brunch, wine, I'm a wanderlust. Yeah. Hiking. Uh, hiking. You so, know. so basically they're they're just putting up a facade to try and catch Well, not even that. It's just it's all the it, it, nobody puts like the weird shit that they're into. Like not and not even saying like weird, but the unique stuff. It's like, okay, you're a 25 year old girl. You like brunch, Dave Matthews, and and, and travel. Yeah, so does every other fucking girl. Okay, so you <laughs> you breathe, you eat lunch each day. Yeah, I, I, you know when you're brunch is way better than lunch. Anyways, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And in, look, in person, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Finish, finish. In person, I can hear that girl's accent, and I can you know talk about smell where her. she's from. I can smell her. Um, I can see if she's good at making eye contact. Yeah. You know, I can, if she has good grammar, I I can tell the way that she wears her clothes, not the photoshopped, you know, I took 500 selfies and I'm going to put the, uh, you know, the best one up there after I run it through a few filters. Yeah. I agree. All the stuff that you read online, it doesn't matter how detailed it is. It doesn't tell you anything about the girl other than all the popular stuff that every other girl puts on all the best stuff. And we had this conversation a few podcasts ago. We talked about how people are selling themselves on social media. We had a really long conversation about it. I don't think I've ever I've ever let you listen to that podcast, but it's interesting. You know, we we have we have become accustomed to selling ourselves. And I mean, I'm not even on Twitter. I mean, I, I have an Instagram profile. I really don't get on there very much. Facebook is about as far as I go. But you know, when I post stuff on Facebook, I want it to be really funny. I don't, why would I want to post something on Facebook that's boring? I want people to die and think it's hilarious, you know? And so that's, that's something else that I've heard about online dating that, that you have to make 
a a pretty big gut decision about it. and what I'm reading is that is that accurate or is that just them selling themselves? People sell themselves on social media. Yeah, well, here's what I think about online dating. It's it's not more of like a dating thing. It is if you're, you know, in opposite states or different areas or something like that. But if you if you online date in your area, then it's more of an easier way to find each other kind of deal. Find the same person that that likes the same thing that you like, right. uh, that has the same personality, and then you're like you schedule an actual one-on-one interaction instead of just blindly going out in the open and, and searching for that. So yeah. it, it it takes the throwing it all up to chance and kind of organizes it better. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the problem is. It's, it takes all the, the throwing it up for chance and it organizes it better. I mean, that's exactly what you just said. Taking that into, into consideration, I mean, what Alan just told us is that you're still kind of throwing it up to chance because if they've gone on and they've embellished their profile True. and you don't know them, you're still kind of throwing it up to chance. And I mean, that's I think that's the problem. I have far, far more people in my life that have horror stories about online dating than I do people that met online had beers with a friend of mine on Sunday. We're talking, he's talking about his girlfriend and I'm asking him about his girlfriend. How you doing? It's been a while, two years. Oh my God. I can't believe it's been that long. You know, just random conversation. And I'm, I make, you know, the natural segue. How did you meet her? Match.com. Met her on match.com said that he had gone through numerous people that were just like, you could tell all they wanted was to hook up or they were fake or whatever. And then all of a sudden one day, like this one chick he sees and he's like, that, that her profile looks real. We, they start talking. She talks to him. He talks to her. They meet up. The rest is history. Two years. <clears throat> you know, I mean, like they both were t- kind of talking about how they're like match. Yeah, it's kind of weird. You know, like it's not any harmony where it's like all algorithms, but. I mean, they, they're one of those couples, and I had no idea. I was down on it. I mean, I, I was down in the dumps. and like, this sucks. I don't want to do it. I'm afraid of it. And then he tells me, he's like, I met my two-year-long relationship, and she's fantastic, you know? Hmm. I mean, I'm sure – I mean, obviously, the stories are out there. People have a good time on online dating. I'm just – I'm yeah. kind of afraid of it, and part of it is because I've been in a relationship since I was 29 or 30, back when – that became really hot. You fast forward seven years. I mean, we're like in a new, a new time zone. You know, I mean, things are so much different that that's just normal. Nobody meets each other in a bar anymore. Do you feel like, do you feel like that, like online dating kind of maybe, and I don't want, I could be saying this wrong, but maybe shows that Maybe people want that instant gratification. Instant gratification. Oh, absolutely. To where it's like it's they're not willing to put themselves out there to go out into wherever. You know, places where they don't normally go to meet people. They don't want that, so they want to just try and find the quickest and like. Now, now, now. Yeah. 100%. Well, I mean, it's the same It's the same as what we all do from, you know, ordering a pizza from Domino's as opposed to driving there and getting it or ordering all our shit off Amazon. You know, it's way easier to sit at home and swipe through 200 profiles than it is to like drive downtown, pay a cover to a club after you've gotten all dressed up, spend money on beer, spend money on drinks for a girl. She may or may not like you. You may or may not even see anybody you like. Hmm. I'm so analytical. I, this is one thing that haunts me about online dating. I'm afraid that I'm going to swipe past someone that could be a soulmate. 
just because there was something on their profile that struck me the wrong way. Or there was something in the way their picture struck me, even though I know I look like hammered dog shit in pictures. I'm much more appealing in person. And that's it's that's what scares me about it. Well, think about like and, and, it, and it scares. I'm forgive me. I'm talking. No, you're good. You're good. It, it scares me that someone's going to do that to me. That they're going to see me and be like, eh, I mean, his pictures are yeah. He well, doesn't. well, then maybe this is what separates and and makes the like face to face face contact more beneficial is that you eliminate some of the things that would allow you to just swipe past someone. So come I mean, think about. Think about all the people that we swipe past every day because we either think that they're out of our league or we're not good enough for them, or so we just we watch them go by, which is the same as swiping. So by that, putting that's the same argument I was going to make. I mean, yeah. you you see, you know, thousands of people per day, and who's to say that the girl that you just walked past isn't supposed to be with you, your soulmate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, I mean, are you walking through every single day like you're intending on meeting your soulmate, and you got to be on like you know, whatever your best behavior is for that. Yes. You are? I'm a romantic. <laughs> no, no, no. Because no. I mean, if you think about it, whoever you meet that is going to be, you know, the person you're supposed to spend your life, you're not going to have to like, you're not going to have to dial it up for them. Like they're going to like you for you. So you don't have to worry about being on your best. Like just be you. And you got to think, it's another thing about the online dating thing everybody's going to put their best foot forward, their best pictures, their best information. Right. You're not going to put on there that you filed for bankruptcy two years ago. You know, so I'm a catch girl. So <laughs> you're being judged on your best. Whereas like if you run into somebody organically, you could be being judged on your worst. Right. You know, if, if they like, if they see you just maybe doing something weird or at a weird concert or something, and they like that about you, well, that's awesome. That's not something that you're worried about them finding out. Not that it's some weird thing, but you know, uh, not all girls listen to Mashuga. You know, yeah. I think they'd rather date a guy that's gonna go to the Justin Timberlake concert, which I would. You know, but you're more likely to find me at a Mashuga concert. I guess he Timbo. Tim- Timbo show. Who? Jay Timbo, yo. Timbo. <laughs> Timbo I've Lake? never heard him called Jay Timbo. Oh, Timberlake. Get the fuck out of here. Dude, who calls him Timbo? Dude, nobody. Everyone who's awesome like me calls him Jay Timbo. Yeah, Jay Timbo. I was sitting over here like, I, here I am again. I'm like a 65-year-old man. I don't know who the hell that is. <laughs> you are. It's like, Tim Timbo. Yeah. Tim Tebow? Yeah, Tim I, Tebow. I immediately thought of Tebow. Whatever. He didn't do it. Bet your breath smells great right now. It does. Make sure Beer and beef smells like a farm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I always, what I always hate about about uh, not teriyaki about uh, like j- beef jerky in general. Like when you eat beef jerky, you always just you smell of meat. You know, it just has like a big heavy like a big heavy smell to it. It has a a, like a heavy, like gamey taste to it, you know, but I mean, it's still, it's fucking beef jerky. 
You know, it tastes like a million bucks. <clears throat> and the grease. Like, no one has ever finished a bag of beef jerky and then had someone walk past them and that person not smell it. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, they, they can be like, God damn. It smells it. like you ate a moose raw. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Listen, yeah. one t- I love beef jerky so much. One time, I only asked for that for Christmas. And I only got beef jerky. For you Christmas. know, there was another time that he had an instance with beef jerky. It's when he nearly died. When he was smacking it on the podcast, and I wanted to punch him in the face. He was smacking his uh, fucking beef jerky. Smacking his beef jerky. Josh like, goes, "Hey, I would love smacking that beef jerky." I'm like, "Holy you know, shit!" You know those uh, those like YouTube videos, those videos that come out every year where it'll be like some kid gets like the gift that he's wanted his whole life. That would be an awesome video if some kid opened a big box and it was just like bursting with beef jerky, and he was just squealing like. That would have been know, I love those different videos. origins. That actually did happen. It was leopard, honey boo boo, alligator, boo boo. <laughs> yeah, honey fucking boo boo. Man, I just don't. I don't. Someone mentioned her at work a few days ago, and I, I just like, I just like my butthole puckered. You know what I mean? Oh, that's pretty like, serious. Like my hair stood up, my butthole puckered. I mean, it's just like what happens when I drive through Manchester, Tennessee. You know, like, <laughs> that's what happens every time I look at Josh. Yeah, what? I didn't know Honey Boo Boo was even relevant anymore. How she's is she not. Like in her Did you see where her mom now, lost or? all that weight? And she still looks <laughs> like a, a hammered now. like bag of doo doo. Yeah, she does. Yeah, like, they they, it, it, they put so much makeup on her. She looks like a clown. It's crazy. <laughs> like from it, Mama June. Oh, Mama fucking Ooh. June. I just. That family, Skeeter and Bobo, whatever the fuck their names are, they all have stupid <laughs> ass fucking names. Seriously, they're all nicknames. They're like, Tell Skeeter get his truck, come on down to my house and meet some Skeddy with me. You know, Skeddy, yeah, Skeddy for Skeeter. It's just like they sons. all have fucking names, like like toaster <laughs> oven, like well, you know, it's, they all have stupid fucking names. <laughs> you know, to- to- toaster oven. There's probably one named Toaster Oven. <laughs> Shit's unfucking believable, honey. Fucking boo boo. <laughs> toaster oven. Yeah. Tell toaster oven to come down here. I gotta move this refrigerator. <laughs> oh yeah, shit. This shit drives me crazy. Anyway, introduce uh this guy. This welcome, guest. Welcome in, Mitch. Hey, how's everybody doing? Wow. <laughs> you like my intro? This is not live. <laughs> right. You're not you're not a politician right now. Well, I'm an interesting guest. I'm quite literally right off the streets. I had no idea I was even going to be recorded this evening. Yeah, we pulled him right off the streets. Yeah. We're like, hey, come here. What's your name? He's actually a homeless <laughs> guy from Nashville. Yeah. I don't even know these guys. <laughs> His name is not Mitch. We were like, hey, you want to be famous? You want to be famous, kid? Follow us <laughs> to our podcast studio. <laughs> That's just like a really homeless name. You know what I mean? No homeless guy's ever named John. It's That's like true. You're like, what? hey, man, tell me a little bit about you. Um, where'd you grow up? They're like, oh, I grew up in Asheville, North Carolina. You're like, are you serious? And they're like, yeah, my name's Horace Greenwald. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's never like Josh Simpson, you know? Huh. <clears throat> I had a bum telling me one. Did I have, to, have I ever told you all the story about the bum that they like ratted me out and almost got arrested? No. What? Yeah. Yeah, this is no joke. So we go downtown. We go to a, a, a bar or a brewery. On our way in, there was a guy. It was a bum. He was panhandling. He was asking us for money. And my friend said, well, I mean, I'm not just going to give you money. I work for a living. So, I mean, why don't you do something? So we started kind of messing with the guy a little bit. And he was like, go run, run some sprints or jump over this this bar. He, he, he was kind of messing with him a little bit. And it, you know, you're stupid and you're young. And you're like, this is funny. 
you know. But he basically wouldn't give him any money because the guy refused to do any stunts. So we went inside. We were all chanting, you douchebag. Like, that's really mean. We, we, I drank two pitchers of beer at mm-hmm. least by myself. Two pitchers. I, the last pitcher I drank by the pitcher handle. I didn't even pour it in a glass. God. So, yeah, we get done and we go outside and we are all shit-faced. And I see a little brown bottle, a little lonely brown bottle on the side of this wall. And I just decide I'm going to kick it. And I kick it and it explodes. This cop jumps out of his car and says, who did that? And this fucking bum that my friend wouldn't pay earlier was like, he did it. He did it. He started pointing at me. And I was like, shut shut the fuck up. Put your hand down. This cop comes over and he, he, uh, there was a a bowl game in town. He like puts me against the wall and he tells me to clean up all the glass. Well, I reach down with my bare fleshy hands and I start scraping all this glass up. And he's like, what the hell is wrong with you? Go inside and get a broom. And I was like, no, no, I'm fine. I'm going to just scrape up all this glass in my hand. We're going to be good. So I have one handful of glass where I scraped it in there like a fucking dustpan. The other hand is filleted, filleted open and covered in like shitty, dirty beer water. And he says, let me see your ID. And I just stare at my hands. I'm like, are you serious? So I wipe all the blood and the shitty beer water off my hand. And I reach into my back pocket and I put my teeth over my license and I pull it out. And I pull it out, you know, I put it, everything back, take the license to put it in his hand. And he's like, oh, you're not, you know, you're not a tourist. You're from Mount Juliet. And I said, yeah, I live right around the corner. I am so wasted, I can barely see straight, okay? <laughs> and I have two handfuls that are filleting for the glass. So this guy was like, how are you going to get home? And I said, well, I mean, my car's right over there. And he goes, no. Oh, oh Okay. Well, hey, be careful tonight, okay? And he puts me, give me my fucking what? license back. What? And I, I, I was like, this is crazy. Like, it's a setup. I, like, went across the street and was like, it's a setup. All my friends are, like, behind the car. They're afraid. And I was like, it's a setup. Don't let me drive. You know, don't let me drive tonight. <laughs> How long did you sit in your car before you actually went? Just Oh, I mean, someone drove leaving. me home. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, someone drove me home, hands all filleted and full of glass. I just threw all the glass in the back of my car. I, I didn't, I mean... Yeah. You didn't you didn't walk back in and throw it away? No, I just walked across the street with a handful of broken beer bottle telling my friends like it's a setup. Like, I was I was wasted. And then I, I think I went home and had a one night stay with my roommate's friend. Wow. Yeah. Welcome what to Mount night? Juliet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Welcome to nineteen ninety five. Welcome to the big hit. 1995. I was like 14. <laughs> Let's be real. It Bro, was 2005. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy, man. Why are we talking about that story? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but that's the beauty of it. Yeah. We were talking about beef jerky. Homeless you introduced people. your yeah. friend, Homeless. and he said, I'm off the street. Yeah, that's, that's, it. You that's know? it. Connected yeah. the dots. You connected the dots. I connected. Nice. <laughs> yeah. What do y'all want to talk about this podcast? Oh, shit. I don't know. Didn't you think of some shit this week? Pull out your notes, Yeah, bro. I've got some notes Is here. that an upside-down beer for me? <laughs> it is. For you, me? You, for him. Uh, beers settle. All the honey goes to the bottom. So, uh, yeah, I have I have some interesting experiences with online dating. I, uh, I know Devin is younger than us. Devin is like, what? What's that? Grinder. Grinder. <laughs> yeah. Gay yeah. tender. Yeah, my name is Big Knuckles Thirteen. <laughs> yeah. uh, the B is uh, capitalized, and so is the K. So Big Knuckles Thirteen at Grinder.com. 
so <laughs> no, I What's your profile picture. Huh, my profile picture. It's like it's a ape. Yeah. yeah, it's an ape with my head with, photoshopped with, on it with hands as big as their chest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I just, I mean, I, I'm, I'm single now, and I have friends that are that are really driving me crazy about online dating. Mitch, you're married, right? Yes, you're married. Josh, you're married. Correct. Devin is not married. He has a girlfriend, and I'm single. So, I mean. Josh is in his 30s. Mitch, how old are you? Uh, I'm 25. Are you fucking serious? He's 25 years old? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Can we get some fucking age on this podcast? I'm 38. Josh is 30-something. Devin's like 19. And he's 25. It's like playing cards with my sister's kids in here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, I mean, I just, like, it's really weird for me. I haven't I haven't been online dating, and, and I, I have never online dated. I've been in a relationship for seven years. Like, I don't understand it. It's super stressful to me. I, I want to know how you all feel about it. I'll tell a little bit more about my experiences, but how do you all feel about it? Well, I think it's a sign of the times. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. No, I'm just kidding. You had that ready. <laughs> yeah, I did. Well, I, I think for me, I, I use social media like Facebook, MySpace. Uh, I mean, those were my main two ways of getting my fuck on in high school. <laughs> you and, got your uh, fuck on through MySpace? Yeah, man, of course. That was my weekend, yeah. honestly. I was walking or driving. I thought MySpace was gone. You're, you're 25, no, really? This was back in the day. Back this is back in the day. Like I'm starting like from the beginning. Oh. He was like 12. Oh, okay. I but never had MySpace. When I got older, I mean. That was cool. I don't know. Some of the, I've never used like eHarmony or Plenty of Fish. Match. or. I mean, I will say I have gotten on Tinder when that became big and everything. And that was very successful, I will say. <laughs> Right. But other than that, uh, Facebook was my way of getting on. <laughs> getting on. I, 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 never mind. I, I have so many stories. I could tell you another story. But wait, about online side? Yeah, about Facebook. But I, I don't. I'm not going to tell it. Shit. Whenever we were online, you were probably using AOL Messenger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've got mail. You've got. <laughs> You've yeah. got whores. I wish. Uh, yeah, I'm not a big, I'm not an online dating fan at all. I mean, I, I, I literally got online and, and it was like, no, 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 no. I mean, you just, no, 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 no. And, and, you know, and then I'm like, she's disgustingly hot. There's no way she'll date me. No, no, no. <laughs> you know, it just, and, and I realized, I'm like, I can't do this. And how many women in Nashville... They just got an update on Match.com. Uh, I shouldn't say. Hey, fuck it. Match.com. And it says, you know, hey, it's this guy. He's a new guy. Adam. Or whatever my name is. And they're just like, no, 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 no. Swiping by. Him. Yeah, just swiping past me. And I mean, the, they could pass me in a store. They could pass me somewhere. They have no context as to what I'm saying. They could pass me somewhere and I could say something. And they could hear my voice. Maybe they like a little gravel. You know, maybe they like it deep, and they're like, "Oh my god!" They like it deep. <laughs> likes it suddenly, deep. that guy, yeah, yeah, right. three knuckles deep. Uh, like they'd god be like, suddenly, right. I'm attracted to that guy, right? I'm at a concert, or I'm at a bar, or I'm at a billiard place and a billiard hall. It's called a hall, but you know, <laughs> wherever I am, and they're like, "Wow, that guy seems really cool. He seems cool. I like his shirt. I like his shoes. Whatever." They have no context. They see me in two D. And I don't know if you all know this, but 300 pounds doesn't look good in 2D. 
Damn right. It looks like 400 pounds. So, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't care how many times I go in there and I change my, like, body type. I, once was I, I was stocky, and then I said, like, above average or some bullshit. And then another time I said heavy set. And when I put heavy set on there, you want to talk about, oh, yeah, like, it was a desert. It was a desert because they just saw my face and like I bet you he is huge. <laughs> did you have that? Did you have that picture of you with the uh, construction worker hat on? No, and the tongue. No, no. I, so I I, t- I changed it all and I put some like full body shots because I'm a big dude. I'm just like wide and big shoulders. I'm not fat. Did you do some spread eagle massive. shots? Yeah, I did some spread. You're a massive man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a huge man. But nobody, I can't, but that's not one of the criteria on match. I can't say, huge like, man. I'm a huge man. Six foot two, huge man. <laughs> I'm a huge sub man. Yeah. Sub one minuter. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk about this at some other time on the podcast. But yeah, anyway, no one's going to understand that that reference. <laughs> Basically, he's saying that I don't last one minute. And I he's bring down the national man. average. He's subhuman. Yeah. I'm a sub man, not submissive. <laughs> Sub one minute or, yeah. Anyway, I mean, Josh, have you ever online dated at all? No, I think I did like a similar to what Mitch did and used MySpace for some connection, but yeah, um, no, never online date. Devin, never, I never, ha- I never had to. Like I, neither did I. I felt like I always, ha- I could, I'd make connections with people, yeah, and, like situational stuff. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Context, right? You see them and you're around. Well, here's the thing too: is like it's all about what you said before. It's about you know, are you going to pass someone by, or you're going to are you going to say something? So like, it's looking for opportunities, like being aware, and and if someone gives you an in, taking it and put and inputting yourself into that conversation to try and make a connection. Hmm. Well, and sometimes it can be the only way to even find anybody because sometimes, like with our job, it'll isolate you where you can't even date people that you work with, which is some of the only way that you can even meet people. To hell with that. I mean, you spend more time with those people than you spend with most of your friends. You see your work. That's very more. true. Right. You, you well, that's have where I, to that's set, where I met my wife. You have to hit met right? super. You, met, you have to have super strict guidelines. You have to set guidelines and you can date people you work with. Uh, there are, there's, there are people at my job that I would absolutely love to date. I mean, not just sexually, not even romantically. Just I want to go out and spend some time with them and learn about them. They're fantastic people. They're fantastic people, but they are just like absolutely not. No, we work together. And I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm a fucking adult. I'm 35. Right. Is there potential for it to get awkward one day? Is there potential for me to come in one day and maybe you come in and, and we're like, ugh, we're a little standoffish with each other and maybe it's a little awkward? Absolutely. But going out and having a great time with someone and spending some time with someone and actually enriching yourself and, and you know, I mean, just for a, a male or a female, spending some time with the opposite sex is it's fulfilling, it's enriching. Right. And, you know, and like, I want to say these things to this person and, and, but everyone's like, Dutch, don't do it. Like they're right. never going to date you. And it's because you work together. That person would date you in a heartbeat outside of work, but they won't do it because you work with them, you know, and it sucks. That's where we, we spend all of our time. Right. You know, you all work at, at 
you know, a retail store. I work in an office, but I mean, we all work 40, 45 hours a week. Josh, maybe 50, you know, I mean, it's like you spend so much time with these people. Well, and you're so exhausted after work. You don't really want to have to go out and do anything. Cause I know all I want to do when I'm off is just go home and relax and not do anything. Yeah. I don't want to be interesting when I go home. Well, it takes so much effort. Here's, here's the other part that's annoying too, is like how, how can it, a company or anyone like that in general, just regulate who you can be with because like who gives you the authority? I understand there's situations where things gone bad, but if people were actually acting like adults, like what does it matter? Why can't you be friends with whoever you want to and then date whoever you want to? And every company has their own policy. I mean, at my company, two employees can date. I don't think it's a problem. And some have. But a manager cannot date a superior. A, a superior cannot date a subordinate. Right. So, but what's odd is that in the past, we have had, I have seen superiors dating their not direct subordinate, but subordinates, and not an eye was batted. So sometimes, you know, people might might cause a stink and we've had some issues at our work before where people have caused like a stink about it. And it's like never was an issue before, but the problem is, is that now we have this whiny baby who's causing a stink about it. Right. Now we have to make it a thing. It was never a thing before, especially if you weren't their direct manager right? or whatever. But I don't know. Like I just, you know, I, you online dating is just tough for me. I mean, I see someone on there and I'm like, I, what, what am I saying? There's no fucking dating. It's right. just me being online and right. saying, I think you're cute, and I am make a comment like, what's your favorite wine? And they just never respond because I look like I'm 700 pounds, <laughs> and I'm not. I'm a fucking huge man, it? but I'm not fat. Heavyweight? When, on heavy set? Heavy set, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. Yeah, heavy set. Hey, heavy set desert. I say stocky, and they're like, I'm interested in you. <laughs> Stupid. Hey, the the dad bot is in though, so don't worry about it, bro. Yeah, I have like a Yeti bod. I don't have a dad bod. Hey, it's all right. Hey, we'll, we'll get there. We'll yeah. get there. I'm working out every day, three, four days a week. I've been dropping some too, bro. Yeah, I haven't noticed. So I work out <laughs> a planet. What an asshole! <laughs> what a I don't really fucking yeah. asshole. Yeah, I couldn't tell if you gained fifty. Me. No, I'm no. saying that's what you're that saying was, to me. That was a really no. offended me. Yeah, that <laughs> me? really hurt my feelings. <laughs> me? I've been feeling fat today. Oh, I'm sorry. I think I'm on. It's a full moon. I'm yeah, on. right before this podcast. Man, I want some fucking snacks. Yeah. Looking for snacks in the yeah. kitchen. Was it because I was talking about your nipples? I mean, no. <laughs> is that why you're kind of I'm saying, is that why you're feeling right offended? Now? Is that why I'm weepy? No. Because yeah. your nipples Why'd you are you have to bring it up moon, again? It's a full moon, man. It's a full moon. It is a full moon. I yeah. noticed that last night. I had to put a tampon in at work today. It was just oh crazy. <laughs> on my period. Flashback to episode six. Yeah, men and women, they just like line up in their cycles. Yeah, they sync <laughs> up. <laughs> they sync up. He hasn't heard. Y'all should have let him listen to some of this stuff before he came on. But Well, it was spurt of the yeah, moment. I know. So, yeah, I know. Spurt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was spur of the moment. That's what I heard. S-P-U-R. I have a pretty serious beard. You do. It's coming yeah. in nice. I trim mine up, and, I, and people have noticed too. Look like a Spartan. Yeah, 
Isn't that yeah. nice when people is that what you're like, going I look for? like one of those like, Spartans that like hurt his knees and he can't run around anymore. <laughs> yeah. You're like the one they stop that... waxing him and shaving him and he's just like a big hairy the, fucking The one beast. with the huge humps on his back, was that based on your character? <laughs> you're talking about like the well, mongoloid? No, you're, no, you're talking yeah, about 300. Like, he was master. My arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That was funny. No, that's not me, you douche. I'm like Leonidas. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> now, that is a Leonidas beard. I I'm, I'm I'm Leonidas's like you know alcoholic chubby third brother. Yeah. yeah, the brother nobody talks about. He tends the fields. Your your <laughs> your name is Adam instead of Leonidas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something epic like Josh, just like Adam Midas. Yo, yeah. oh, that, what is yeah. your brother's name? Yeah, and, and Adam. By t- and by tend the fields, you mean lays in the field and eats food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eats like winning the poo out of there. Tomatoes and stuff. <laughs> bushels. <laughs> uh, yeah. Bushels. Adam Idas. That's not like a weird name. You need to get that tattooed on your on your fucking yeah. calf. Everybody else would have names like Leonidas and you know Spartacus, and I'd be Bob. <laughs> Bob, come over here. <laughs> Pick up my shield. Take it inside. <laughs> Go eat some more food. Yeah. Go eat some more bushels. What happened to all the bushels? <laughs> bushels. <laughs> Where's my bushels? The children are starving. Where's the food? <laughs> They'd be having those commercials with those kids in it. Yeah. Saying that they're hungry. And meanwhile, you're eating bushels. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Can, Josh, can you do an impression of the uh, the humpback Spartacus? Oh, oh God. <laughs> that was time for yeah. Master, I will raise my arm for thee. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! So do you, do you guys? Do you guys like find that your significant other or whoever you have that you guys have different sense of humors? Like you, you mean guys, like just different in general, or like like she finds things funny that you don't find funny? Well, I mean mainly like that. That just like she will think that it's total bullshit and stupid, and you think it's fucking hilarious. I mean, my I mean we're. Don't take the word of a man that's not with anybody anymore. But I mean, my ex and I, we actually had pretty similar sense of humor. There were only periodically, and I'm talking about divisive issues like politics or, you know, like the way we grew up. I mean, I grew up in the South. I grew up in the South. So, I mean, you know, we talked about stupid shit that, you know, you can't talk about today. And it was no big deal. We laughed. You know, it, it didn't, it didn't necessarily change our our foundation it was just you know stupid jokes or whatever like i so much as even like tell one of those jokes just to give her some context about a story i'm telling and it has anything to do with uh sex race or anything you know or like maybe mental retardation or something like that and she's just like no i refuse that is not funny whatsoever and i'm dying you know, and it's like I grew up with it. I don't really believe it. It's not like I'm, I, you know, telling a joke like denigrates another, you know, sex or, or, or like mental capacity. But, I mean, for the most part, we're, we're pretty similar. 
Why? I mean, do you all have spouses or girlfriends that are just like the like a one eighty from you? I I wouldn't say a one eighty, but I, there's a lot of things that that I think are fucking just that drive me like off the wall, like laughing that she just is like numb to, like it's it's not even remotely funny. No. Like Anchorman, Step Brothers, anything like that. Like I, I could fucking watch that every time, and it would still make me laugh. I love you, man. With Paul, I, anything. Oh Paul yeah, Rudd. No, yeah, I love Paul great. Rudd. Paul Rudd. I fuck that guy. Anyways, um, throwing that out there to you, Paul Rudd. Yeah, you can rub me out. Anyways, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hashtag Paul Rudd. <laughs> Paul <Never> Rowe. <laughs> Paul. I, I've had one too many beers. Hashtag Paul Rowe. Yeah, Paul Rogue. <laughs> Anybody knows who that is, please look him up for us. It's yeah. his cousin. It's <laughs> yeah. my cousin. Yeah, Paul Rudd's cousin is Paul Rogue. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Oh, my God. But, yeah, so so there are some aspects of our sense of humor that... Are just total opposites. Yeah, but there's there's other things that are very similar. Like, we both love to say, God damn. It's like really, yeah. Your wife says GD, yeah, a lot. Really, I actually, in one any given day, more than I say it. No, yes. Wow, she what loves, a potty mouth. Home Depot she loves goddamn. You. She loves fuck. Those are like those are like <laughs> her favorite words. Really, yeah. She's a big GDer. So like things like that, we we totally align on. I mean, and she like, have a sister. No, she has a brother. <laughs> CQ. No, he's Australian. I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't know. Anyway, but anyway I threw you off. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah she, he asked about her brother, and you were like, yeah, I, she got is totally he hot? thrown off like, by. I don't know. Anyway, I don't she know. likes to say he GD. He lives in Australia. No, it's a joke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, One of our last guests had a Australian husband. Yeah. So, anyways, um, yeah. So there's certain things that do line up, but that's kind of how our relationship is. How does that make you feel? No, I mean, it's, it is what it is. I mean, I think in any relationship, there's going to be things that you're aligned on and things that you're not. So for sure. So Mitch, what about you and your wife? I mean, do your sense of humor's line up all the time or does she ever have anything that she says or anything you say to her? You're just like the fuck. Well, part of the reason why I married my wife is because of our, the way that our humor is and everything. Cause we're probably one of the weirdest motherfuckers that you'll ever know. Honestly, it yeah, it's sometimes weird. we just, honestly, I was just word. talking to Josh about this earlier today. We've taken on these personas they <laughs> that we'll just like randomly just start talking to each other in these random people that we've made up these characters. Now I'm not saying it doesn't now, we're both. Fun. Now I will cool. say this. I'm not both. saying it, it. It sounds cool. It does. My wife and I, we are both stoners. So we'll sit around the house. We'll smoke a few bowls and everything, just hanging out, laughing. And that's kind of where this all started and everything. But you ever call her Angelica? <laughs> no, her name is actually Betty. Betty from the Bronx. Betty so. from the Bronx. We've taken on this northern <laughs> New England family. <laughs> who are you? Who are you, Devin? My name's Tommy. What's the last name, Mitch? <laughs> Kasopoulos. Kasopoulos. That's what it is. Tommy Kasopoulos from the east side, you know? Tommy. from the Bronx. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I that's just her, one I of the weird things that we are. And honestly, anymore. sometimes we're just sitting around. We're so stoned. We're just hanging out. And honestly, when we're just sober, just sitting around, we just make weird sounds back and forth to each other, and we completely understand what we're saying. <laughs> yeah, I've witnessed like, it. <laughs> it's like two animals. Yeah, it's fucking weird, like elk mating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time, it is a mating call. 
Like a lot, of, a lot of and she's super into like Harry Potter and stuff like that, and so we'll like sit around it. watching movies. We have ma- movie marathons, stuff like we share the same interests, hobbies, stuff like that. She's just a best friend, honestly. She's who I spend the most time with outside of work. So you're making me sick. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just lucky. That's all. It well, is. at least I'm, she can hashtag blessed. I've only met her a couple times, but she's pretty legit. She's That's what he said about my girlfriend. Then he wants me to cheat on her. Whatever. <laughs> I never said that. I'm just kidding, Anna. I never said that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give up my girlfriend's name on this what? podcast. You brought her up. Yeah, fucker. you brought her up and talked about cheating on her. For fuck's sake, I think we can say her name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Now, I've had the pleasure of meeting Anna. She's awesome. Thanks. She's super Thanks, cool. So She's a, a reflection she was, of Devin for sure. She was wearing her jammies and she was well, laying on a couch when that I was her. Yeah, she does have that some, was rehearsed. She does have some fiery red hair. Yeah, she does. We uh, speaking of her, we share the same the same humor, almost exact, except for girls' night out. It's yeah, except for fucking girls' night out, dude. Oh, Still haven't seen it, but she was like, "That is one of the funniest awesome movies movie. that I've seen," and I'm like, "You're fucking yeah." Get just, out. Just, just don't question it. Just refute it. Be yeah. like, no, no, it wasn't. That's what I did. Yeah. Like, I'm like, no, it's not. Who's the main character? I've seen the trailer. That's, that's like all the, I need to see. That's the ultimate fuck you. When someone's just like, you're crazy or you're you're fucking insane. I can't believe you or whatever. It, the ultimate refute is when anyone says like, you know, hey, like X Y Z. You just go, no, no, <laughs> that that's not that's not true. No. That did not happen. You know, I mean. It confounds people. They don't know how to respond to that. You know what I mean? Those are the ones that have never been told no in their life. Yeah, excuse me, by the way. Read your fucking diary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> excuse uh, me while I go back to reading my, my, my diary. Yeah, I have a list of questions here for the, the podcast. Um, we, uh, I got a good one. What? I got a good one. This will be a good topic. What's your good one? Fear. All right. About what do you what do you fear? Every man. I cannot stand the people that are like, I fear nothing. I fear no man. I hate that garbage. We all have something that terrifies us. Being alone. Yeah, we all have a dream. Mine mine is like waking up somewhere and and there being nobody. Or maybe everyone that I recognize and know looks at me like I'm just insane, you know, like like something flipped. Um, but I mean, what do you, you know, that it terrifies me, you know, that, that I have dreams about it. What do you all fear? What's something that that will shake you to your core? Um, so I probably think about death more than the average person. And I, I don't fear it in the sense of like, oh, getting hit, in a, like dying in a car accident or something like that. I fear it in the sense of, as I like continue to age, it's like, I feel like I can, I just think about the lifespan of a person and I just keep like, count, I'm counting down the years, like I'm on the negative side. So Jesus, I think about that's it. that's unhealthy. Aspect. What? That's unhealthy. I know. But I, that's, that's how, like I start thinking about it sometimes and it makes me like wake up if I'm in like a funk or whatever. Cause I'm just like, fuck, I'm running out of time. I don't know. Like you need to get stuff done. Yeah. Or like I need to, you know, make moves or like change shit up if like something's not going right. Yeah. 
Mine's the open ocean. Like being in oh, the God. water alone, open ocean. I can't even swim, so fuck yes. Yeah. I agree with you. Why can't you swim? Because I'm done. What's saying? Yeah. Anyway. He's no, it's it's like, you ever seen the movie, uh, what's it called? Open open Waters? Yeah. Or open whatever. Yeah, it's like they're out scuba, deep sea scuba diving, and then the boat leaves them. And then they come back up, and they're just alone out in the middle of the ocean. That I I, ugh, I, can't, I can't even watch that movie because it's yeah I it's something I strongly <clears throat> fear. I can't imagine that. Yeah, being I mean the, you know I think the fear of, of being alone is probably one of everyone's biggest fears since I was a child, and it still goes on today. It's pitch black outside. If I wa- if all the lights go off outside. And I'll, I'll walk outside. Terror. Hmm. The fear of the unknown. The fear of not being able to know if something is watching you. Maybe something is hunting you. So someone taught me a long time ago, one of the only ways to get over it. I'm serious. Don't fucking laugh at me. <laughs> I, I mean, one of the only ways to get over those types of fears, especially mine, like being, I, I don't like the dark. I have forced myself to sleep in a pitch black room. I don't have like a lot of lights on in my house or anything. I don't have any night lights. I've forced myself to do a lot of these things just because I don't want to be that person that can't do it. But I, someone told me a long time ago, they were like, the easiest way to do it is to be like, I'm out and I'm the thing that everyone else has to worry about. Like I'm the animal that everyone else has to fear. So that's an easy way to get over your fear of, of the unknown or the fear of being outside, like in the dark. It's like I'm the thing that everything else has to worry about, hmm. not the other way around. Yeah, that's probably about 99% of, of why I fear being out in the open water alone. Uh, it's because, uh, let's see, 70%, about 70% of this earth is covered in water, right? Yeah. We only know about 5% of what's in the water. So that means 95% under the ocean. It's completely we don't know. unknown. Yeah. yeah, we don't know. And that we, I mean, it's crazy how much stuff we discover all the time. You know, they're like new species, new species, new fish, whatever. I mean, it's just like every few months there's some new species that we've never seen before. What's cool is a lot of these deep, these de- like deep water horizon and all these uh, these deep sea wells, they have cameras down at the very bottom to make sure that they're constantly filming for leaks. They catch all kinds of crazy wildlife. You know, they're hooked up with like all these underwater research companies they like sponsor them and help them purchase the cameras they catch all kinds of weird sea life and we catalog stuff all the time that no one's ever seen before it's it's interesting really interesting what about you mitch what do you fear well i'd have to say that the main thing this probably goes with what you were talking about with death because i feel like through my life i've had a few near death experiences and just not having control in that situation and how life can easily go from perfectly fine, everything flowing, you're just coasting through life to changing immediately in just crazy ways. Yeah, it happens super, <clears throat> super fucking fast. In a blink like driving down the road, T-bone. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean. And just not being able to be in control of that situation. I mean, you have... So somewhat of some control i mean when you're driving just drive as safe as you can but you can't control what other people around you are doing yeah that's why i, I mean i have a motorcycle and people are stupid so yeah. 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 
I mean, that's why my like road rage is so crazy nowadays. And they tell people all the time, like, whatever you do, don't just like stop road rage. Don't don't do it because, I mean, like anybody that you road rage with could be having the worst day of their life, and they can just fucking murder you. Exactly. Yeah, I wonder so. if these two young pups would be fearing death a lot more if they actually woke up and their bones hurt. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Or they like went out drinking the night the night before and ate a bunch of fucking carbs and the next day they're shit and blood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They got the dads the day after drinking shits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're they're fucking finger painting the back <clears throat> of the toilet with their shit. <laughs> finger painting, yeah. Yep, I know. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Like I'll have like a warm glass of red wine and wake up the next day with the shits. And I'm like, what happened? <laughs> what happened? You know? Like I have a piece of steak and some wine and the next day my stomach's wrecked. Meanwhile, meanwhile call out of work. Meanwhile, Mitch is literally eating every fucking hamburger at Crystal's, sleeps it off and wakes up ready to go the next morning. Yeah. Yeah, he has right, like a man. Jack like, Daniels enema before work, and he still won't <laughs> sit a shit. You know, <laughs> yeah, a, I just got some reflux medicine, young. Zantac, just all of that stuff has literally become a bill in our household because of how much we're both having to use it. Zantac, the the like heartburn, heartburn medicine. Yeah. Oh yes. What's the worst case of shits that you guys have had? After I did the blazing challenge of Buffalo, <laughs> did that actually I'm not, happen? I'm not fucking uh, you. I'm talking about it. Felt like North Korea just launched a nuke out of my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Your like, ass was the launch uh, pad. Yeah. Did you my beat the challenge? The launch <laughs> Your ass was ground zero <laughs> yeah, yeah. for North Korea, yeah. all people. Yeah, a hydrogen bomb went off of my butthole last night. Kim, Kim Jong Un takes up residency next to my colon. <laughs> oh man, <coughs> my asshole is North Korea. 